Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you're eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. I would like to make mention before we jump into our episode about the upcoming Spring College and Career Retreat hosted in Murfreesboro, Tennessee at Franklin Road Baptist Church. The dates are April 22nd through the 23rd. We kick off 7 o'clock on that Friday. We'll conclude 3 o'clock on that Saturday. Registration is $30. That includes your meal, your registration, your snacks, coffee, all of that. There'll be great main sessions. There'll be breakout sessions that cover relevant topics. There'll be group activities, games. Uh, There'll be small groups. There will be a God-infused time. It's just going to be a great time to get together, to be encouraged, challenged by God's Word, have a great time to connect with other young adults that are like-minded. There'll be great training sessions for leaders, and uh, you can get all the information at cfcretreats.com. You can see the speaker. You can see the sample schedule. If you have any questions at all, please reach out to us, but we would hope to see you there. If you know of a group or know of young adults, please pass the word along for us. So let's jump into our episode. We've been talking about the attributes of God. We're talking about the omnis uh, last week, this week, and next week. And we'll be concluding this study uh, in just a couple weeks, and we're going to take a totally different direction. Uh, But as we look at this, we're looking at the omnipresence of God. Now, this is probably one of the better known, or you may even say well-known, attribute of God. I'm sure you maybe you've heard about the fact that God is omnipresent, that He's everywhere present at all times. Well, it naturally flows from two of his attributes that we've already looked at, his transcendence, that the truth that he is separate from and independent of nature and humanity. It's the idea that though God is active in creation, he's also independent and beyond or outside of creation. Then we looked at eminence, and this was the perfection of the divine by which he is not only present, we stress this, he's also active in every point of space with his whole being. So omnipresence naturally flows from these two attributes. And you could even say God's eminence is a way to describe God's omnipresence. So where do we get this truth from? We don't hear the word omnipresent presence uh, mentioned in the Bible. So where do we get this concept or this truth from? One of the main verses of Scripture is Psalm 139, and maybe you're familiar with this passage. Uh, It really talks about God's uh, attributes, about who God is. It talks about His omniscience uh, in the first six verses. We're going to talk about that next week. But verse 7, it says this, "'Whither shall I go from thy spirit?' Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? He's asking these questions. Where can I go to be away from you? How can I flee or run from your presence? He says this, If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. What is David teaching us about God? He's telling us that God is not limited by space or speed. He's saying that even darkness cannot remove God. He's saying, I cannot run anywhere on this earth to flee from God. I cannot hide from God. I can't uh, get away from God. There's nowhere I can go, is what he's saying. He said, I can go all the way up into heaven. He says, you're there. I can go all the way down into into hell. Behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and I fly off, 
and I live in the furthest depths of the sea. Even there you are. But I love this in verse 10. Not only are you there, but there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. So it's not just the fact that God is present. The truth that we need to focus in on is, yes, God is everywhere present, but he's active in his presence. Another verse that we pull God's omnipresent from is Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 23 and 24. The Bible has this to say, God asking a question, am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Look what he says here. Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord? He asked that question, can you find any secret place that you can hide and yet I not see you? You see, Jeremiah is telling us there's not a hiding place from God. There's nowhere you can go. Why? Why can we not flee or run or hide from God? Because God is present. And he's not only present, he's actively present. He, he sees, he's looking, he's knowing. And so he sees and hears all. We always like to give Old Testament, New Testament if we're able to. Matthew chapter 6, verse number 6, gives us uh, this same truth in the New Testament. It says, But thou, Jesus speaking here, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to the Father which is in secret, and the Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. How can God know how to reward us? If you and I are praying in secret, we go into our room and we close the door, we go into our prayer closet or wherever it is, how can God know how to reward us? Because God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. He's not only everywhere, he's active in his presence. That is what is beautiful. A definition of omnipresence is very simple. It literally means everywhere present. God is everywhere present at once. There is nowhere that God is not present. All of God is everywhere at once. Think about that. Charles Ryrie summed it up well with this. He said, God is everywhere present with his whole being at all times. And I think that's so important to say his whole being. It's not like we get part of God here and part of God there. We've established the truth that God is simple. He's not made up of parts. He is whole in his being. He is pure spirit. And so when God is present, he is present in his whole being. And it's not that God is present with you and he's not present with me now. No, God is present with both of us at this very moment. Because why? God is omnipresent. Now, omnipresence does not mean that God is creation. We've talked about that. That would be pantheism. It does not mean that God is matter because he is immaterial. He's pure spirit. We're saying that God is everywhere present as he is. Now, we've talked about how God's attributes naturally interweave together, how they flow one from another. How if you are to disregard one, you are going to have to disregard another or multiple others. And so God's omnipresence naturally flows also from his infinity. Uh, you can't have God's infinity without having God's omnipresence. You can't have God's omnipresence without having his infinity. God is infinite, or without what? He's without limitation. You see, if God was limited in any way to where he is at, then he could not be everywhere present at once. 
God is infinite, and therefore He's present everywhere at once. If God was limited, then yeah, His presence could be limited. He could only be in one location at one time. But that's not how we find God. We find that He is everywhere present at one time. Why? Because God is infinite. There's no limitations to Him. And so God's omnipresent is a powerful, powerful truth. It's a truth that doesn't just mean something academically, but it means something practically. Now we're going to talk about on Thursday's episode two objections that people bring up about God's omnipresence. What about the incarnation? When God became man in Jesus Christ, he was located in one place at one time, and therefore he could not be omnipresent. How do we answer that? Then we're going to look at the practical applications of God's omnipresence, about how it's convicting, but it's also comforting. So join with us on Thursday's episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, we would love for you to share it with a friend or subscribe so that you can stay up to date on the latest studies. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.